Hi, I'm Gabriel Carrillo from the EdTech Bytes podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with Gino Tool, who is a scholarship strategist and speaker. She's also the co-founder of Connections 101 and the author of Scholarship Strategies, Finding and Winning the Money You Need by Morgan James Publishing. Incredible, incredible tool. Everyone who has kids who might be wanting to go to college or even you may be in need of scholarships. This is the show for you. Yep. So glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Lots to learn today. By the way, don't forget to share and subscribe. Enjoy. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast for educators, helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Gino Tool is a scholarship strategist, author, and speaker. She's been inspiring and helping high school and college students for the past 15 years. She is also the author of a new book, Scholarship Strategies, Finding and Winning the Money You Need, by Morgan James Publishing. She co-founded Connections 101 in 2008, creating workshops, seminars, scholarship clubs, and assemblies for students, parents, and educators to help empower young people to take a proactive role in their lives. Thousands of students across the country have participated. Her strategies have helped students with thousands of dollars, including some individuals who secured up to $200,000. She served for six years, starting in 2005 as a speaker for Monsters Make It Count program. She traveled across the nation where over 150,000 high school and college students participated. As a recipient of an academic college scholarship, as well as several outside scholarships, she was able to attend Wagner College and graduated with a BS in Arts Administration in 1987. Although her scholarships were generous, it still required her and her family to pay for the remainder of her education with student loans. Knowing that the debt would need to be paid off after receiving her degree, she was focused on positioning herself for immediate employment upon graduation. Her money mission focus motivated her to complete six internships while in college and also work part-time jobs. O'Toole, who is also a certified journey dance facilitator, guides moving meditations and serves as a Weight Watchers coach as she is dedicated to helping people design their lives. Jean, who grew up in Western Massachusetts, resides in Oak Ridge, New Jersey. Jean, thanks for joining me today. Say hi to everyone. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm so glad that you're here, and it's uh, it's exciting for us to be able to to talk and catch up. I I love the book; it's awesome. It's uh, you know, scholarship strategies, finding and winning the money you need it is an excellent tool. <laughs> I wish I'd had it with my own kids. I wish I'd had it when I was <laughs> on my way to school. And uh, but it's what a what an amazing tool. But before we get in there, I, yeah. I, I you've spoken to many kids over the years. What do you like most about these opportunities? Oh wow, you know it's it's such an honor to uh, be able to uh, be in high schools, you know, day in and day out and be in these auditoriums, uh, talking with students, helping them, you know, really craft uh, great plans of action, you know, to go get this money. And um, I'll tell you uh, what I like most for sure is this, this opportunity to change what that student in the audience thinks is possible. You know, I, I, um, I, I look at it as, um, you know, giving hope to the fact that the story of student loan debt can be different for them. Uh, you know, it's, it's really, really exciting when students realize that maybe the student loan uh, commitment that maybe they're Old, for their, old, their, their older brother or sister had to do doesn't have to be their story, that they can actually take some different steps in order to get some different results. You know, one of the things that uh, I think sometimes what happens is that uh, it, the processes are overwhelming and all kinds of things, and it's nice to be able to have, uh, um, you know, people to talk to, talk with you, and, you know, one of the things I miss about teaching is working with kids and their families and trying to help them figure out what, you know, how to deal with what is coming next. And so, mm. um, so I bet that, uh, so anyway, it's cool opportunities that you've had. So during college, did you have one unique part-time job that you won't forget or at least learn many lessons that you still use? And, uh, you know, just as a side note, I mean, like I had, 
I worked at a Sears for a while. I worked at a McDonald's. I, I even worked in a, in a, in a, um, veterinarian's clinic where I realized I, it's too sad there. They die. You know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, did did you have anything really unique that uh, you kind of think about that you still have lessons from that you think about? I love this question. In fact, um, you know, it, 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 it just kind of brings me back, you know, thinking about some of those, those, old, those old jobs. And yeah, I had some, I had some jobs too. You know, uh, I, I remember, I remember working at Burger King and being so excited that I was the employee of the month and, you know, working, uh, at stores at the mall, but I'll tell you, um, I think my, I think when I look, when I think back, um, one of the jobs that I had while I was in college that really, um, it, it was a it was a lucky opportunity for a part time job, but I was hired by the Staten Island Symphony to help them in their administrative office, and I it was through one of my professors that uh, had a connection with the symphony, and uh, the time worked out with with my schedule, and I found myself you know, working with the executive director of the Staten Island Symphony in New York, in New York, and helping her sort the various applications that would come in from musicians from all over the world who were aspiring to get, uh, you know, an audition with the symphony. And, um, you know, as I think back on it, <laughs> I remember, you know, all these envelopes and, and uh, you know, back then it was tapes and <laughs> CDs and, and uh, certainly no uh, digital uh, submissions back then. Um, all these packages and, and, and having the conversation with my exec- the executive director of the symphony about how every one of these musicians is gifted and talented and uh and and realizing that you know we can't take everybody right not not everybody is going to um be a fit uh for the opportunity and i think now that i i reflect on it 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 definitely was an experience to um help me understand at a younger age that um, it's okay if you get a no, because um, there's always another opportunity. And, um, you know, we can, we just have to keep going. And um, so I, I think back on that now, and, and, I, and I, <laughs> I definitely realized that that definitely layered into the work I'm now doing with students and scholarships, right? Because, um, you know, I, I know, um, I know that students sometimes can, can get frustrated uh, if they don't win every scholarship that they're applying for, or they're just in that waiting stage, waiting for uh, a scholarship committee to get back to them. Um, but um, it's, a, it's, it's great to be able to communicate to these students that, you know, it's, it's a, it is a numbers game. And we're going to just keep applying uh, because the opportunities that you're right for uh, will recognize you. That's awesome. The, what an incredible job, too, by the way, to work for a, a symphony. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> I was lucky. I was in the right place at the right time, I think. <laughs> that's, that's a lot better than, you know, even though there's some great memories from uh, McDonald's and you're talking about Burger King, the... Uh, <laughs> Um, a symphony would be awesome. That would, uh, very cool. The, uh, you know, it's funny because, uh, one of the crazy lessons I have, the, the McDonald's I worked for was when I was in college and it was off of I-75 and there's a Burger King across the street and the owner of both of these places would have been very upset at these managers. Cause I would work a lot of times these, these night shifts and the manager, um, the managers of these two, they got into this whole deal about they try and outdo the other one, but they would try and find out when the high school buses were coming down the interstate. And so <laughs> this is sad. One of the lessons I learned was that the one manager would make sure that he had somebody who would call him about buses coming and they would turn off the big golden arches so that all the buses would go across the street. <laughs> and you get a phone call from that manager going, oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is so funny. And I'm like, I'm picturing it. I'm picturing that. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. It was crazy because, you know, a high school pulls in with all those buses and stuff like this. It's pandemonium for a while. <laughs> and, uh, and they literally were in that type of competition with each other, trying to figure out how to, how to not with the high school buses, you know, <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, not so, not to be overwhelmed, and uh, right. yeah, you can you can have that business, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll never forget that though. That's one of those funny things. I was like, yeah, okay, this is <laughs> not sure that's the right lesson you're trying to teach us, but we're good here. <laughs> um, so anyway, it, so let's let's start talking about scholarship strategies, finding and winning the money you need. Um, who should read your book, and and why? Ah, uh, well, there's. There's a, first of all, I want every, I want everybody to, um, I want everybody to know about scholarship strategies. You know, it's, it's, this is based on the work I've been doing uh, for the past 15 years now. And, you know, we finally, we finally realized, you know what, I, I can only do my assembly. I can only do my seminar so there's only so many days in in an academic year. There's only so many evenings that I can get to a community and and give this talk, and I can only be in so so many places, um, uh, you know, over the course of any given week. So um, we had to put this together um, in a book so that way we can help more families across the country. And uh, you know, who should read it is absolutely you know any high school um, any high school student not just the seniors but ninth graders tenth graders eleventh graders as well but especially I would love to see any parent or grandparent who has a um, who has a, a child or a grandchild who is anywhere from the ages of kindergarten through high school and here's why I mean the earlier that you can get started, on the scholarship search, the better off you'll be. And, and it's one of the biggest misconceptions, Steve, uh, that you have to be, you know, a, a high school, you know, junior or senior to be applying for and winning this money. And uh, that's just not the case. You know, what this book is all about, it's a strategic approach to outside scholarships. So scholarships that are you know, not from the college or the university. Those are the, the scholarships that are going to be from uh, the companies, the organizations, the individuals, the foundations, the private monies. And you know what? They're giving monies away to younger kids in elementary school. They're giving monies away to middle school students, as well as kids in high school, college, uh, graduate school, PhD. So people who want to start a money mission, this shows them how to get started and how to you know, make this easy for yourself. It doesn't have to be a big chunk of work. That's awesome. And, it, and it's, the book is chock full of really cool ideas. And it, you know, one of the things that I love is the layout. It's colorful. It's got pictures. It's easy to read, you know, and, you know, the, just the format itself of, of scholarship strategies is, is so cool. And it's, it lends itself to being able to use it. And that's what I think is so cool. Um, could you talk a little bit about the design of the book? Oh, thank you so much. We're so proud of this. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I, ah, I sat down with my team and we, we started, uh, you know, putting this together and, and we, we, we were committed from day one that this has to be a fun resource. I want people to, I want people to want to go after some money. I want people to not feel like they're picking up a book that they have to read from, you know, page one to the end. I want people to be able to flip around, get what they need and get out of there. I want, um, and I wanted it to be approachable um, for, you know, students uh, to, you know, look at this as, you know, a tool that, that they can use. We were so, so fortunate. I want to give a shout out um, to a couple of people on my team who really made this amazing. Um, uh, we, we, were, um, we were able to, to find Misty Wilt and uh, she's, a, she's a graphic designer um, uh, out of uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, she, she, was, she was amazing at putting together uh, the layout of this book so it could be really, really fun. Also, I'm gonna give a shout out to our illustrator. I mean, we, we searched and, and reviewed and looked at so many different illustrators. We found this guy, Michael Zug, who was up in uh, Northern New England 
and he just made these illustrations so fun and um, really brought a lot of just, you know, humor even to the process and uh, some real, you know, some real life, real life um, moments, you know, coming to this process about scholarships. And then lastly, super fan, of course, you know, of my whole team at Morgan James Publishing. Uh, we had, uh, we came to them with, you know, um, came to them, you know, uh, of course, you know, with, with our book, but they really helped to bring our cover and, you know, everything kind of putting together the final details. We, we actually sat down lastly as a team, we said, Hey, you know, this could be, this could be, you know, a book that's, you know, we keep it black and white. And, 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 and I said, you know what, I, I will, you know, let's, 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 you know, it, it'll, it'll, It'll cost us more on our end, but I wanted to keep the color in, inside this book. And um, I, I'm really glad that we made that decision to do that um, so that it is a, a, a more, this is not, not a book you have to just, you know, get through. It's a book you're looking forward to flipping through. Well, kudos on making that choice because that, the color is awesome. It's like, uh, <laughs> um, because it, it makes it, you know, pop in the drawings and the, you know, the artistry behind it and the, I mean, just all of that together is just excellent. And it makes you be able to, just like you said, it's def, it's definitely not a book. I mean, you could read it cover to cover, but it's, it, it allows you to choose where you want to start. I mean, it's all the topics that you have, all the chapters. So good stuff. Thank you. You. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite segments of your book are the from Jean's files sections. I, I love the one on page 55 and I'm just stealing this little, section out of it where it says so i assume the applicant pool would be large <laughs> let's talk mm -hmm. about these segments a little bit so <laughs> you know that's this is the thing you know we have uh this book came together because i've been giving seminars and talks for now uh over over a decade and on this topic and so you know i could i could write a, i could fill a whole book just with stories just with stories, you know, and uh, being in those classrooms, being in those auditoriums, being in those gymnasiums, and the different, you know, conversations you have with students. And Steve, I know you could do this, you know, you could do the same thing, you know, all the conversations you've had, right? <laughs> all the conversations you've had with students, and of course, the conversations you continue to have now, uh, you know, with, with this podcast, with, the edu with educators. But yeah, so, so this particular story that you're referencing um, from Gene's Files, uh, it happened to be um, a story that happened when I was speaking, uh, this is years ago, but years ago I was speaking at Jane Addams High School in the Bronx in New York City, and uh, they happened to have uh, this famous alumni from their high school who had, uh, had graduated from their school, had gone on to be a very, very successful entrepreneur and um and had put together a scholarship just for students at for uh, at jane adams and it was uh in the amount of of, of about twenty thousand dollars i mean this was like substantial money only for kids at that school well um jane adams was a big school huge school and and there i was i remember i was um at this time i was uh given um given some given some talks uh in uh in the in the classrooms and I'm in a classroom and I knew about this huge, big scholarship that Jane Adams has. And I, and I just happened to see the guidance counselor from the school walk by, you know, from the, from the, the door of the, of the, of the, of the classroom. And I, I called her in and I said, Oh, Hey miss, come on in here. You know, I know about this. I know about this huge scholarship you guys have here at Jane Adams. You guys have like 3000 students right now at this school. You must have you know, like 3,000 applications on, on your desk. And uh, she turns to me, and I'll never forget this. She turns to me and she says, Jean, you know how many applications I have on my desk? Six. Wow. Six applications. Think about that, Steve. One in six chances of getting 20 grand. Wow. Right. Wow. I, I was like, what? This is crazy. I, I, uh, I immediately turned to the students who are right there in that classroom. I'm like, 
did, did you guys, you guys didn't apply, who applied for this? Nobody applied for this. And, and, uh, and, and uh, they, you know, they they shrugged their shoulders. They said, we didn't know about it. I, I started going to every classroom. I was, I was booked to, to speak, I think in all of the English classes that day, every class I, I said, you, you guys, I just heard about this, that only six people applied for this huge scholarship that only you can apply for. I mean, this is not even for the kids in the in the next school, you know, uh, a mile away, and um, and uh, and everybody said, you know, I didn't know about it, and um, and that just stuck with me because this is all about, you know, scholarship strategy. It, it is all about you making it your business to know about it, making it your business to know about it. It this is at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you know, we we. If you, if you choose, and I, I totally believe that choice is the most powerful thing that we own. Um, and if, if, if we are waiting, if we're choosing to just wait to hope to hear about an opportunity, then we could be waiting for a while, right? Right. Um, it's not up. I, I'm a super fan. I'm a super fan of all guidance counselors, all college advisors, all educators. I, you know, I, I see the work they're doing day in and day out and, and they are amazing people. They're all saints. And you know what? It's not at the end of the day, students think that it is up to them, up to that counselor, up to that teacher to make sure that they tell the student and the student has heard that information. Well, you know, they're, they're the team. Sure. They're the team for that student, but it's up to that student to make it your business to know about it. And boy, one in six chance of getting 20 grand. Talk about odds being in your favor. That's you got that right. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I learned one of those lessons and that's what I thought was when I saw this one, it was one of those things that was a shocker to me because my uh, I, I have uh, Italian heritage, on my father's side of the family and we had, you know, Mileto, that's a, that's a real good one there. And uh, we got, uh, um, and my, my grandfather had been forever a member of the sons of Italy and you know, this in Chicago and all this. And I thought, you know, can you imagine the number of Italians that are applying for any scholarships that they have? And it was just like what you're talking about. I ended up getting the scholarship for going to school from them because he'd been a member for all those years. And, uh, and that was cool because there wasn't, they they were kind of begging for people to apply so it was yeah cool. yeah so so thank you oh my gosh and i'm so glad you won the money so glad you won the <laughs> Thanks, money I am too. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know um but you know this this is uh this is a this is a, a a root of of the problem so so a root of the problem is that um students think that they're not going to win so why bother? Right. But if we don't get in the game, we don't have any chance of winning. And, and, and you would be surprised at how few applicants are applying for some of these opportunities. You know, one thing that I check with guidance counselors year after year, because I, I just am crossing my fingers. I'm like, please give me some better news this year. Please give me some better <laughs> news. And, and you know what? So here's what I ask. I say, I always ask, so I get super curious about just, just their own local scholarships, right? At, at a given, at a given school. And because they're getting the, you know, they're, they're getting the, the, uh, the, the, the view on what is going on with the local scholarships in their building. So I always ask how many students, how many seniors out of your entire graduating senior class actually filled out the paper? How many, how many of them actually applied? And I'll tell you right now, it is on average only, ready for this? Only 10 to 20% of any given senior class who's actually applying for this money. And when I say 20%, 10 to 20%, I am being generous. <laughs> I'm being generous. Wow. I, uh, um, I actually, uh, my, um, uh, when uh, I, I moved to, um, my husband and I moved to where we live in New Jersey. I, uh, he's an educator and, um, uh, we, you know, I, and I meet with me doing the work that I do. He's actually a high school uh, band director. Oh, cool. And, uh, when, with us being so passionate about helping young people, you know, map their lives, 
uh, we, we said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to organize something here in the community. Let's, let's put together some scholarships. And we did. And uh, we've been doing this for years. We organized a uh, big, uh, big community scholarships and we give away thousands and thousands of dollars. Let me tell you last year, last year we gave, we happened to give away eight scholarships. Um, and one of the scholarships, nobody applied. Wow. <laughs> Two of the scholarships, only two kids applied for each of them. And in one of the cases, I'll, I, and I, I, <laughs> uh, you know, I, in one of the cases, there wasn't even an applicant that actually met all the criteria we had asked, but we had to give the money to one of them. Wow. Crazy. So yeah, people think that there's, that they're not going to win. So why bother? But the, but the reality is, is that you got to get in this game. Odds are, are much more in your favor than you realize. It's it it's so true, and you know it's just you see that every year. And uh, as a high school principal, I used to get organizations saying that to me. Can you can you find us some candidates because we you know we're we're dying here? And you're like, and it's just what you're talking about. They just it that's what it comes down to. Oh, I'm not going to win that. How how could I? The competition's got to be too tough, or there's going to be too many people, or and they make a million one different excuses why not to apply for it. So yeah. 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 Or, you know, um, or, or a common, a common one that I hear a lot of times for local scholarships is, well, this one's only $500. This one's only a thousand dollars, or this one's only, you know, $2,000. Let me tell you something you, you know, um, and you know, Steve, as a, as a former principal, the students that 10 to 20% of the senior class who will go after that money, it'll be all those kids piling, right. making that pile. <laughs> They'll make a pile. And, right. and all of a sudden, all of those, those small awards, they've added, it up to sometimes tens of thousands of dollars it can be a game changer for a family and that's just that student having chosen to you know fill out the paper and it's so powerful because that's exactly it it's like uh, you know it's because they take it on and they're like i'm going after all this stuff and it adds up and it's and it really does and it's can be very helpful so very cool so one of the things you you know you you start off the book right off the bat with something that you called money missions uh, money mission. What is, what's a money mission? Yeah, I, I look at this as this is a mission. This is a mission. I, I refer to it as a scholarship money mission. And um, what a scholarship money mission is, it, it's ultimately, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to be proactive about this process, you know, to, to get out of what I call, uh, I refer to this as, as the waiting game. And, and you as a former principal, I'm sure you're going to understand a little bit more about, you know, what, what I'm, I'm talking about here, here. The, uh, the waiting game is um, really refers to, you know, so many students who, frankly, they could have a lot going for them. I mean, I, I am, I, I feel, I take it as a, it is, I, I feel honored and privileged that I get to meet so many incredible young students um, who have so much going for them. I, I, that I get to meet them and do this work is incredible. But I meet these, I meet sometimes these students, they could have so much going for them, whether it is academically, athletically, creatively, and yet often that same student, you know, they are they're waiting. They're in this waiting game. They're waiting for their parent, their teacher, uh, their older brother or sister. They're waiting um, on the guidance counselor, the principal. That They're waiting on the somebody. Waiting on the somebody to come to them and say, hey, I know what you want to do with your life, so you should check out this scholarship. Now, we have amazing, uh, amazing schools here in the United States. and um, and and. I, I remind students every day that uh, when opportunities come up, sure, you know, uh, schools are going to, you know, put out, um, put out information about different scholarships that, you know, are coming in uh, that, that you could be, um, you know, potentially eligible for. But if you are only looking for the small pile of money, I don't know somebody's situation. I'm never going to assume somebody's situation. If they're only looking for the small pile, by all means, sit back and wait. Sit back and stay in the waiting game. Don't go on a money mission. Don't don't create a commitment. Just sit back and wait and hope that you know uh, when those opportunities come up, you'll you can you know apply for those. But if you're actually interested in putting yourself at least 
at least into contention for the um, the thousands and thousands of dollars that exist in terms of these you know, outside scholarships, scholarships from companies, organizations, individuals, and foundations, the scholarships that you can and should stack on top of any college or university uh, monies that are being offered to you. You want to get in that game, then you're going to have to say, you know what? Yes, I'm on this money mission. I'm, I'm ready to be, um, I'm ready to be committed to this. And I recognize that starting right now, anytime my guidance counselor tells me about a scholarship, that is officially bonus. That's officially, you know, extra. Because starting right now today, if it is to be, it's up to me, right? I got to get, I got to get going on this. They do that. Hundreds more opportunities open up. That's awesome. I I mean, and one of the things that uh, for the listeners, when you get the book, you write it in the beginning of it, you have a, uh, um, all right, I'm, I'm fighting it right now because it's right here. Um, my money mission commitment, which I love. And it's, you know, at the end of it, um, it begins today and you sign it. And I love that because it's that it is, you know, if you take on that mission, there's so much that's going to open for, for if you see it that way is this is my job. I got to go do this and get this done. Yeah. It's a dedication to your own life, right? I like that. I mean, that, I mean, that's what it, that's what it is. That's what it is. And you know what? Um, a lot of my strategies that we, we've, you know, that we've researched, we've put in this book, we've seen them work time and time again. They, they are ultimately almost taking an entrepreneurial look to this situation, right? I'm going to take ownership of it. I'm going to, and, and, it, and um, it doesn't have to require, you know, a lot of time, a lot of energy, but it does require you saying, you know what, this is going to be uh, my future. So I can either decide to have that future be wrapped up in and and amongst all of the student loan debt that burdens so many people, or I can at least give myself a shot at a different outcome. Uh, that's awesome. That's so powerful. Right now, you, you're making me think, what is it that I need to get done? <laughs> you get so much shot at something. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, man. The, uh, I'm getting fired up here. We, and, uh, yeah, a little late for me with those scholarships, but maybe there's something else I can do. We, um, you know, there's what am scholarships I- for you, Steve. You know what? There really, there really are. Like, people don't even know. Like, there's, there's these, there's scholarships. There's scholarships that are just for moms, scholarships just for dads. There's scholarships where we have to be over the age of 30 to apply. My team actually found a scholarship this past uh, year. We were, we're constantly researching. And, um, uh, in fact, uh, on my um, on my Facebook page, Scholarship Strategies, there's a, a campaign we did last uh, last summer. We just called, titled it 90 Days of Scholarships. And I did a quick video every single day about an, another scholarship and a link that would send people to just be able to go apply to it. Anyway, came across a scholarship that you had to be over the age of 65 to apply, right? There's wow. monies for everybody. Wow. And, um, and and again, it's, 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 it's really the first thing we have to do is decide to pursue it. Awesome. Awesome. So you hear that listeners. I mean, you got, what is it that you're thinking about right now that you should have, you should be pushing yourself or your children or, you know, the students that are listening, same sort of thing. All right. Just take that, uh, take that to heart. You got to go um, push after that uh, money mission there. Good stuff. So, you know, one of the things that I want to make sure that uh, um, I talked about is one of my favorite chapters is writing winning essays chapter 12 and especially the section where it's the why me statement could you talk about this section yeah yeah i i um i i thank you thank you for bringing this up this is this is a this is a key for anybody who is listening out there um because this is a way that you can separate yourself from other applicants and um and, and it is crafting what I refer to as this why you statement that whether whether you're writing frankly, whether even whether the, the scholarship requires an essay or not, I want everybody to craft a why you statement that they're gonna include with every application out there. And and here's um you know, it, it, it's gonna be a sentence to explain why you think you should get 
this money over somebody else. And I'll tell you, a lot of times um, after my assemblies in high schools, students will come up to me and they'll say, hey, Gene, you know, is this why you statement, is this that, uh, you know, is this the statement where I'm supposed to write about some obstacle that I've overcome in my life and how it's made me who I am today? And I'll say, no, <laughs> absolutely not. That is for your college application. It's for your personal statement. And um, the why you statement, here's the key, folks. The why you statement is never about the past. It is always about the future. Okay. Always about the future. And I'm, um, I'm going to give you, um, I'm, I'm going to, I'll give you an example. So it, it's about impact. Okay. What type of impact, you know, you, you plan on having, there was a, a young lady who had sat in uh, one of my high school um, assemblies and uh, she, she really, she took this money mission and she ran with it. She, she won a boatload of money. And I had a, I had a, a fortunate situation to be able to sit down with her, but between her graduating from high school and her heading off to undergrad. And I sat down with her and I, and I said, you know, what did you write? <laughs> you know, like, what was your why you statement? You did good. You know, you, you won a lot of money. And uh, I, I'm super curious. Now, this young lady um, actually happened to be a, um, she was an aspiring teacher. And uh, which is pretty cool with uh, your audience too, Steve. And uh, she was an aspiring teacher. And her why you statement is, it was gold. And it really gives a great example about what you, what you can craft, how you can explain to a scholarship committee about why you should get the money. So here's what's hers. And she gave me permission that I'm able to share this. And, um, and again, it's, you wanna, we wanna keep in our minds, right? Why you statements are about impact. So here's was hers. She wrote, if your organization grants me this opportunity, I'd like you to know my goal is to go beyond becoming a teacher. My goal is to someday, maybe, perhaps, become a principal, maybe even a superintendent, and therefore have the opportunity to impact and inspire not just hundreds of students, but potentially thousands. Nice. Boom, right? That's nice. like a mic drop yeah. moment. That is a mic <laughs> drop moment for that girl, right? That yes. is huge, right? That's crazy, right? So, 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 th so think about this, right? Think about this. The why you statement, here's how you craft it. The why you statement for any student, regardless of your age, you want to look down the road after all the education is done, all the degrees are done, whatever your plans are, okay? And when all the degrees are done, all the education is done, how are you planning on impacting your life, impacting somebody else's life, or impacting the world? Put that into a sentence and share that with the decision makers. That is your why you statement. That's awesome. I, you know, and it's, it's funny because a lot of times I, I don't have any scientific evidence of this, but I do know that when I was working with kids as a high school principal, one of the problems for applying to things is that they'd say things like, well, it's got an essay. And... <laughs> You know, and they're like, well, it's got an essay. And it's like, I know, what's the problem? And they're like, well, the essay, because I don't know what to write. And you're like, well, you know, let's, let's see if we can get somebody to help you with that or something. And that's why I, I when I saw this as one of the sections, I was like, I just immediately went to it because I heard that a lot. There's an essay there. And, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh. Well, this is this here you go. Want to here we're going to we're going to cue everybody into a major tip right now, okay? You want to increase your odds of winning? Um you know, I I want every parent who and every educator who could be listening right now, anybody who's listening right now, I want them to ask any high school student, um what is your first thought when you come across a scholarship that requires an essay? Their first thought is I am going to skip this one, right? <laughs> yes, I am going exactly. to skip this one. One, right because it has an right. essay so 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 here you go here we go odds of winning a scholarship increase big time when there is an essay involved why because everybody else is skipping this one <laughs> ah nice, nice. yeah yeah nice that's that, that's great point right there if they're all saying <laughs> that go after that one yeah i like that so you know uh, another favorite is chapter 15, and it's titled 15 Ways to Reduce College Costs. And we talked a little bit about this at the beginning. I, I like number five, become a tutor or a coach. And, and 
as a side note, because I, I actually did that. I became a, a reading tutor for at the, the university where I was. If they, were, if they worked for the university, their children received certain free services, um, part of which was they got like free tuition and stuff like this, but also they could engage um, like with, with me, the reading services. And so I was working with a high school kid who uh, was the, the son of somebody who worked for the, the college. And uh, that was pretty cool in itself. So can you just, uh, what inspired this chapter? Well, I, I really believe in stacking the dollars, stacking the dollars, cut the bill. You know, um, I was the first person in my family to go to college. And I remember, you know, I remember, uh, you know, my last years of high school, I was scrambling, trying to find some money. I found, I found some scholarships. I won some, but it wasn't enough. So I had to sit down with uh, my folks, sign my name to some student loans. Now, I didn't know then what I now know. And um, if, I, if I had a high school student or a college student, um, I was, uh, you know, right now, if I was a parent of a high school student or a college student, we would be attacking this problem from all areas. And that's what this chapter is about. 15 ways to cut the college bill beyond scholarships and financial aid. Okay. Because there are so many ways you can cut the bill. We're talking like tens of thousands of dollars of cutting the bill. And, and you know, one, one, for example, that I mentioned um, in the chapter is getting, you know, college credits in advance. Get, get some college credits in advance. If you are a high school student, um, you know, check into your local community uh, colleges. A lot of times there are uh, classes that high school kids are able to take um, either online or in person at the community college where they can get some college credits in advance. Sometimes they're, they're even being offered at free. Uh, you know, for free or at a, at a reduced rate. And if you can walk into day one of college already with a pile of college credits, you can, you know, I, I, I've seen it, I see it happen every year. The students who choose to do this, again, choice, most powerful thing they own, the students who choose to take this action can really start college a semester in, full semester of, of you know, at, start as a second semester uh, first year student. I've seen students who have started um, uh, graduated from high school and because of the amount of credits they're bringing to the table, either from, um, you know, a college class they've taken in advance or from getting uh, credits from testing well on, an a on AP exams, they're able to bring to the table enough credits to sometimes even start as a uh, first semester, second year student. That is tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, in some, some colleges and universities, it could be in the six figures of savings for a family. This is, this is not, this is not chump change. This is not, you know, a couple hundred bucks. This is tens of thousands of dollars. You can cut the bill. So if you, we got to look at the bill, that's what it is. Let's look at the bill in, in the, in advance. How do we cut the bill? How do we shave, shave off the dollars here, there, everywhere we possibly can, and, um, and so we can get the dream done, but not have the dream cost us the next 10 to 20 years of life with paying back student loan debt. That's so, so awesome. Cause this is, you know, it, it, I think, unfortunately, there's been too much where people talk about, oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. I, you know, it's going to cost this, it's going to cost that. And instead of going, oh, look at that, there's stuff out there. You know, and, and that's where your book comes in big time because it's got all kinds of ideas for, for helping someone pursue that, you know, because I think it's funny. I mean, like, you know, even I think back to when I was in high school and, and in high school, the, uh, um, they had these big books that you had to look through and you had to check them out. You know, it's, I graduated in 81 and it's like, you know, you, you had these giant books and the counselors for the most part, bless their hearts. They're like, you know, I don't know, look at this, you know, <laughs> and you're like, and you know, the good thing with with me, I was in scouts, I was in RTC, I was in band and did all this different stuff. And, uh, uh, and you know, it's, and so there were other places to look and the heritage ones. And I was inspired by friends of mine who were like the ones that you're talking about. They already had that money mission. They're like, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. And, you know, it, it's, I think sometimes too many, you know, just too often what happens is they go, Oh, woe is me. I can't do this. And there's an essay and there's this, that, and the other. And you have brought together all these great ideas about how to, how to go about doing this. And it's, it's so cool. And one of the things I want to ask you, do you have a favorite chapter out of your own book? 
And you can't cheat and say they're all my favorite. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I, I, I love that you, um, I love, I love that you, um, have, uh, I love that you, you spent the time, even as a student, you know, with those big, huge books, by the way, um, those scholarship directories, which I got to tell you, um, I got to tell you just, you know, quickly that students should still use those. Okay. Those big fat directories, the scholarship book directories. And, and you know, I, I mean, um, I, I'm a huge advocate of just turn to an index. You, every, what happens now is that we all Google everything and, 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 uh, you know, people, we all Google everything, but, but, um, we could be in that Google hole for 45 minutes sorting all that stuff out. If we turn just to the directory of the back of the book, we've all forgotten how much that can be a time saver. So I'm a huge fan <laughs> of all those, you know, scholarship book directories, but my favorite chapter, I got to tell you, um, my favorite chapter and, uh, and I, I'm so passionate about this one strategic step because um, for all of my biggest winners over the years, I mean, every one of them, we're talking like, you know, students who have won, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. I've had students who've won up to $200,000. Um, my biggest winners, they all took advantage of this one chapter and made it their own. And the chapter that I'm talking about is chapter 14, which I talk about scholarship clubs. And here's why. So what some of the work that I, I get hired to do uh, by high schools is I facilitate on-site scholarship clubs, you know, uh, at the at the schools. And um, and and what I do during this process is is I help, you know, students to um, to work together because, you know, let's, let's face it. We all, no matter who we are, we all have one common limitation, and that is time. Time is our limitation. So if students are actually working together to find scholarships, they're going to find literally hundreds more faster. And then instead of spending the time looking, they could be spending the time applying. But this chapter about scholarship clubs stresses and i'm going to make sure all your audience you know hears this right now does not have to be um in some sort of formal scholarship club you know that's run by somebody like myself you know at a school this could literally be students who are choosing to work with their best friend and just talk about scholarships over at lunchtime this could be a family who decides to create maybe even a closed private Facebook group for all of their relatives and they're able to share scholarship information um, with one another for all of the kids at all of the different ages within the extended family who are going after money. Students can do this either officially or unofficially. Creating scholarship clubs, students can find so many more scholarships faster. And um, I, I, I wanna give you an example. There was a, a high school I was working with uh, in New Jersey, uh, Cedar Grove High School. And uh, I was facilitating um, a, a scholarship club uh, for them over the course of, I, I believe I met with those students uh, just, just four weeks. And we only met for one day out of the week. And each, there was only 20 students. They opened it up to uh, students uh, from uh, all, um, all of the uh, academic years. So I had, I had kids, you know, ninth grade through 12th grade in the club. Uh, there's about 20 kids who had, just, had said, you know, yeah, let's, I wanna be in the scholarship club. And we met uh, for, during lunch period, one uh, day a week for four weeks. And each week, you know, we would talk about, uh, they would talk about what scholarships they found and which scholarships they were applying uh, for, uh, but they were motivating each other during this process, right? Uh, because I can motivate people all day long, but let me tell you, <laughs> and, and so could you, so could you. But, it, but really, student-to-student -student motivation is more powerful than anything I could ever say or write or do. Right. So so having the students actually share with one another what scholarships they were finding, what scholarships they were you know, applying to. It was it, it becomes it becomes like, uh, you know, a little little steamroller just going, going. I mean, it becomes a train that just gets faster and faster. Well, 
I, every, every week, um, as part of my process with scholarship clubs, I would, you know, just give, uh, each, I would give the students an assignment, you know, go, just go find, just go find five, you know, go find five. Right. And sure. Of course, there's always going to be, you know, duplicates that come in that get submitted. You know, everybody finds the Burger King scholarship. Everybody <laughs> finds, you know, the, the, the Coca-Cola scholarship, but you'd be surprised because there are so many thousands of opportunities out there. Students um, would be constantly finding scholarships that no other student had found. And Cedar Grove High School, in just those handful of weeks, 20 students, ninth grade through 12th grade, collectively in that short amount of, of time, found for each other um, a collection of over 600 scholarships talk about that i mean nice, that is nice, like th nice. this is this is this is this is a, a a big move and it doesn't have to be a hard move it, it again it could be unofficial get together with your friends talk with your you know get together with your friends talk about you know make it make a plan that you're going to talk about you know help each other find scholarships because every scholarship you come across is not going to be right for you but could be right for somebody else and they could find some that are perfect for you that's awesome you know it's and it, it's funny because sometimes uh we really don't think about that, but your best friend or not even your best friend. It just, it could be that uh, you go, you just reach out to that other kid. Who you're like, how in the world are you doing this? <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's funny because that is something that uh, um, can be so helpful when you see that uh, the ones who do have that money mission and it, it can rub off on you and then you can help each other out. And that's, that's so cool. I like that. So good stuff. So, and I appreciate <laughs> you choosing a chapter because a lot of times, you know, people tell me, Oh, you know, they're all special to me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You gotta have a favorite. <laughs> so I appreciate you choosing a favorite. That's awesome. The, uh, you know, Gene, before we go, if, if someone wanted to uh, connect further with you, where would you send them? And uh, you want to say a little bit about Connections 101? Mm, thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, for sure. Uh, I, I, I encourage everybody to, to check out um, uh, our website, Connections 101. You can get in touch with me through that. Uh, but we have a ton of free resources there, uh, tons of free resources. We want people to get started now. Don't put this off. I don't care where you are in your, uh, in your education uh, process and in your scholarship process. There are so many more opportunities out there for you, and we want to help you get in the game. So definitely at Connections 101, uh, people can reach out to me. But uh, we also have a lot of information. People can also uh, find us, uh, find scholarship strategies on YouTube, on Facebook, um, and people can pop me a tweet at Scholarship Gene. But um, I got to tell you, I want to hear from people because I always want to know, you know, uh, how much money are you winning? You know, I want to know what scholarship did you win? You know, tell me. <laughs> I want to hear the stories because, you know, it's it's the stories. It's in and um, <laughs> this goes back to to you uh, mentioning. Uh, you know, the different sections of my book about Jean's files, you know, these, I, I, there's, it's the stories that, that keep me doing this work. And, um, and it's the stories, frankly, when I hear about, you know, one student who, um, you know, who really rocked this out and, 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 and really was able to significantly, right, because scholarships, scholarship money can relieve a burden for a family. And, and that changes a situation for a family in such a dramatic way. I, I want to hear the stories because that story, I will find a way to weave it in to my talks, my assemblies, my presentations, you know, in the following year, because it's actually the story that will inspire another kid, that will inspire another family, that will inspire, you know, somebody to say, you know what, hey, maybe, maybe I should get in this game. Maybe there is a possibility that I could actually be the recipient of this money. Maybe I don't have to just resign myself to student loan debt. 
So stay in touch with me because I want you to go get the money. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. They, and I will put links to uh, all the uh, different places on social media as well as uh, Gene's email and the website on, in my show notes. So uh, those of you that are listening while you're uh, out exercising, do whatever you're doing, um, you can go back to my show notes page and there will be all those connections. So uh, Gene, cool, it's, been, it's been awesome. I got, I got last two questions <laughs> I want to ask you and uh, they go like this. If you had the chance to talk with an audience of 100 high school juniors and their parents, what is one thing that you would make sure that you told them? Mm. <laughs> well, um, Steve, I also want to say that this has been awesome talking with you. It's been Thanks. so awesome talking with you. You're so great. Um, and I really, really, really love your questions. Um, and um, thanks for being a fan of my book. Um, and uh, I, I, <laughs> I would tell uh, an audience of juniors and their parents um, to get really, really busy doing the following. Okay, ready for this? This is like, this is this is like a, a major move. All right, here we go. So we we actually mentioned this earlier um, in in our in our conversation about some of the local scholarships. So so here's here's um, I'm going to give you a you know the quick quick version of you know what what. Uh, what is going on, right? At, at high schools, what happens is, uh, you know, for a lot of these local opportunities from local companies, local organizations, you know, they put together uh, their, um, they put together their uh, a, a general scholarship application um, that is, you know, uh, sent out from the guidance office, and it's sent out um, and made available to the graduating high school seniors of each year, right? And seniors, what do they do? They they uh, they usually receive it in January or February of their academic year, and they look down the list and they'll say, okay, oh, I qualify for this one, I qualify for this one, and maybe I qualify for this one. They fill out the paper, and again, who who does it? Ten to maybe twenty percent of that senior class, but um, they will uh, then they cross their fingers and they hope, cross their fingers and they hope. Now, I I am a believer. And you want something? Let's actually let's actually you know put ourselves in contention. Let, I I don't want to just hope and cross my fingers. So juniors out there, juniors and your parents, here's what I want you to do. I want you to um, go to your local um, high school's senior awards night. Okay, this academic year. Okay. If you can't make it, you're going to contact your guidance office and you're going to request for your guidance uh, department to email you the program. Cause guess what? The guidance secretary, they have it on their, on their computer. Um, you're going to, you know, it, you know, it, Steve. Yes. And you're going to have them email you the program from the night. And this is what you're going to do. Cause you want, I want juniors. I want you to get the list now. I want you to see now who the companies, organizations, individuals, and foundations are in your community who are going to be giving away this money only to you in a year from now, right? When you're a senior. So this is what you're going to do. Once you have this information, this is the research you're going to do. This is a major step, major priority. You are going to find out who won last year, why did they win, and who decides. Again, who won last year, why did they win, and who decides, right? Now, you're going to take it one step further, right? Because that who decides, this is, this is like gold information. This is gold information. I want you, a big move, ready for this? I want you to actually reach out to either that company, that organization, or who knows, it could even be, it could possibly even be, um, you know, someone from your team, someone from, you know, the, who's a, someone who is part of the, the an, an educator or an administrator in the high school who makes the decision. And I need you, juniors and your parents, to, um, to uh, reach out and you're going to say two things, two things. You're going to ask two questions of that uh, decision maker of that scholarship committee. You're going to first always, this is, this is really important, always first acknowledge with gratitude. That's the first thing out of your mouth. Thank you so much uh, for um, setting aside time uh, to, you know, help with, um, or, you know, looking at the applications, you know, for the scholarship. Thank you for, uh, thank you to your, your, your company, your organization for putting aside uh, these monies for students in our area. Okay. Always acknowledge with gratitude first. Second thing you are going to then ask immediately. 
you are then going to say, um, and, and I hope everyone who's listening will, will, you know, if they need to, they'll rewind. They're going to take some notes on this. Okay. But here you go. You are going to, um, then say, um, I am really interested in, um, putting together an my application for, uh, your scholarship. What are you looking for in an ideal candidate? I'm going to repeat that. What are you looking for in an ideal candidate? Nice. Boom. That is a major mic drop moment. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Again, for this kid. Okay. I guarantee you, nobody has ever been asked that by a future scholarship applicant. Okay. Now, the person who's on the, and, and, and ideally, by the way, ideally, Ideally, I want the student to make, I, 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 you know, I want the student to actually make a phone call with this, okay? So it, let's say it's a local real estate company and they give away a, communities, uh, a community service scholarship, whatever, and they're reaching, and, and so this student, this junior, is reaching out to this uh, you know, real estate company in their town to, again, thank them, and then what are you looking for in an ideal candidate? That person on the other side of the phone, they don't know anything about this this kid. They don't know they don't know what your application is going to look like. They don't know what you've done in the classroom, outside of the classroom, but what do they know about you in that moment? In that moment, they know that you are motivated, determined and driven. And now what is what are they now asking of the student? They're saying, uh, what's your name again? And they're gonna write down, they're gonna write down your name, and as soon as you get off the phone, they're gonna email their entire committee and they're gonna say, You will never believe the phone call I just got. I can't wait to get the application from this young man or this young lady, right? So so already you can change the situation, but in that conversation, what are you looking for in an ideal candidate? You are able to get the gold. You're able to get what is the reason why this company, organization, individual foundation even decided to, you know, put aside money, raise the money. What, 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 you know, what is the source? Because, because that is really important information. Maybe for this example, maybe you find out that this real estate company who has this general community service scholarship, maybe you find out that. Well, you know, the, the, found, the founder of the, the company um, had uh, really, um, you know, decided, had, had really admired young people who um, did some sort of uh, service to help out maybe the elderly community uh, members, you know, in their town. So that's gold. See, when you, what do I, what am I, what are you looking for in an ideal candidate? Uh, an ideal candidate? Now, now that student has the info. And they now can, again, choice is the most powerful thing they own. They can choose to now take an action, not just to do a community service project, but to do a community service project that also helps the elderly community um, in their town and be that top applicant. In other words, they put themselves in a position when that future senior application comes out for local scholarships, to literally be able to say, I qualify, I qualify, I qualify, I qualify, I qualify for more. Makes sense? Makes perfect sense. And <laughs> you know, you're so it, it's just, just even just the aspect of if we go back to what you said at the beginning, where you just you go to that night, that honors night, and you go watch the year before, and then you use that to help create your path because there's some, you know, it's funny having been in a community where there are, there's some of the organizations want to present those nights. They want to be there. They don't want the school to do it. And they would be the ones that just listening to you. Now you're making me think, boy, I wish I'd thought about that way back when, because they, they would be the ones to target because that's how much they want. They want to meet the persons receiving it. They want to talk to them. And so just what you said, that would inspire them to go, Oh my gosh, you're asking me a year ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We need to put you down someplace. So, yeah. um, you keep that in mind. That's good stuff. I love that. The uh, yeah, last question here. Do you have a teacher in your past that made a difference in your life? And if so, who was it? And what would you say if given this chance to say thank you? Mm, um, I love this question. <laughs> um, and huh, I have to, I'll, I have to even, you know, say that um, even just thinking about this, um, you know, it, 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 um, it really warms my heart. And uh, I would give a shout out and a major thank you to Ms. Pronowitz, who happened to be my eighth grade English teacher. 
she was Miss Pronowitz was by far <laughs> the toughest teacher I had ever had up until that point. Um, she was um, she would she was obsessed <laughs> with grammar, and she made all of us obsessed with grammar. In fact, I recently uh, was in a um, <laughs> I was recently uh, chatting um, online with um, some students who uh, mm -hmm. I had graduated from high school, you know, years and years ago, we had found uh, there was a Facebook page to kind of bring us all together. And, and um, we were all talking about the fact that thanks to Ms. Pronowitz, we can still to this day recite every single preposition. <laughs> And, and I know, I, I, I look at this now, I mean, I know how valuable communication is. And I know that it is thanks to her that I had a great foundation uh, for communication, not just in, in writing, um, and in, in putting together, you know, presentations and speeches, but uh, feeling feeling confident as a communicator. And uh, I, um, she's she has um, she has since passed on, but I am so eternally grateful to her. From John F. Kennedy uh, Middle School nice. <laughs> in nice. Florence, Massachusetts, is where <laughs> Ms. Pronowitz teached. So. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. And, and Jean, thank you so much. Your passion and, and your energy for this is awesome. And the, the book Scholarship Strategies, Finding and Winning the Money You Need is an amazing tool that uh, just, you know, I, I wish I'd had it. I wish I'd had it for my sons. And I, and I know that uh, many parents and, uh, and schools, you know, they need to take a look at uh, your book and, and your website and all that, what you might be able to, uh, to help their students in, in, helping them find the money that's going to help them achieve their dreams in college and on beyond. So, you know, keep spreading the word and wishing you the best in all that you do. Thanks. Thanks so much, Steve. And, and right back at you. Thank you for, for helping all of these amazing uh, individuals out there um, with uh, you're just doing such great work. It's been an honor to be on your show. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.